0: Of disaster is never Welcome to the Casual Preppers Podcast. These safety measures are essential. The only place for prepping, survival, and entertainment. This will be your source of survival instructions and information. Every member of the family must be coached in the business of survival. Here are your hosts, Cam and Kirby. Welcome back, Cameron. Yes. From I Survived, the land of the scariest place on the planet. <laughs> Yeah, you had a good time, right? Yeah,
1: we did have a good time. Yeah. Had to go to a conference in LA, mm-hmm. and I was just telling Kobe, and, and when I was there, I told my wife, too, I'm like, I've never been anywhere that's made me feel like Brazil, like <laughs> third world country, scary, sketchy. As much as it did while yeah. we're there in LA. Wonderful place. Oh, just, just great people, great oh, man. facilities. Everybody's super nice. Super clean air. Yeah. Oh yeah. No traffic. Between the like stench of like human feces mm. and uh weed. Yeah. There's yeah. a little sea breeze I yeah. caught yeah, once in on a while. Yeah. I don't know how people do it. I don't know. Fun stuff, man. Like it, Sadly, it made it made Las Vegas seem pretty clean. When I came back, I was like, this is nice. Oh, this is a nice town. We stayed halfway, and I was like, yeah. man, this is probably one of the cleanest places I've ever been. <laughs> this is a good—we should live here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's getting cleansed right now, though. It's getting it, washed out into the it, ocean. Yo, they, they've been getting a lot of that, haven't they? For, yeah, ton. Good lord. Beautiful country, dirty, nasty people. Yeah, <laughs> There's some good people. There are some good yeah. people there. Yeah, they live on the outskirts. (laughs) They They definitely don't live down. They don't live in the belly of the beast. No, it's great. Like the state's amazing. Yeah, sure. But uh, it's just all the people (laughs) there and the beliefs there. Eh, yeah. la is just dirty i don't care what it's just those hubs and, and yeah. i doubt our listeners any of them are probably in la <laughs> no i bet we got one or two maybe yeah they're probably pissed off at us right now they're probably this pissed. place is goo. they're probably pissed that they live there <laughs> yeah
0: they, maybe that's what they they're mean. right i'm mad yeah. but i can't get out of here it is
1: what it is
0: yeah. This is where i live no. hey cam today i'm really excited yeah I how excited too. are you
1: well i loved social studies in school <laughs> And so today, dude, I really did love social studies. I did; dude, it was awesome. So you're gonna get a good dose of social studies. Today. Yeah, a little geography. Yeah, get your get your books out because mm-hmm. we're gonna talk about Atlantis. We're gonna
0: find that stuff. Yeah, where's it at? Not the
1: show. There's like a billion of them. There is. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm excited. I am too. Let's talk um, about it. It's interesting and it's weird, and mm-hmm. everybody thinks that they came from Atlantis.
0: Oh, I did. <laughs> I I've got great uncles that lived there.
1: <laughs> I know. That's that's another thing I saw that. United States is like one of the only countries that's like I'm Irish. <laughs> it's like no, you're born in America, you're, you're American, you're American. They're like we like yeah, want to live like our, uh, you know, our ancestors were. Like, everybody else, from, we're, they'd be yeah, like, I was, I was German. American. <laughs> no, you were born here, and so was the last three generations. Yeah, yeah, you're not even close. So I'm German American, but like you said, we are all Atlantean.
0: Yeah. Atlanteans. We all come from. We had to have the only
1: one, the biggest, coolest place ever. We all came from it. Somehow. I'm excited to talk about it today. Well, before we do so, uh huh, you tell me what you're going to talk about. I'm going to talk about Atlantis. That's what I'm going to talk <laughs> I about. I want you to do this. You want me to do it? No. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of stuff that goes into prepping. A lot. We talk about it. And one of the most important things that some people may not think about enough is mm. self-reliant medical care. You're right. You can't go to school for it. There's no class in college about it <laughs> unless you were to major or go to, you know. Graduates. They school. definitely
0: don't have any classes about. There's an easy. There's medical. a cheat.
1: This is a cheat book. Cheat code. This like is game genie. <laughs> this is game genie for medical For stuff. medical care, it is the Preppers Medical Handbook mm-hmm. by noted medicine expert and wilderness survival medicine guy William W. g Yeah, he would, he definitely doesn't live in L. A. No, mm-hmm. he doesn't. Um, but he knows his stuff, and he writes it down in an easy to read mm-hmm. book called the Prepper's Medical Handbook, and you can get your own at preppersmedicalhandbook.com, or yes. you just get it on Amazon. Beautiful. I'm telling you, like, this mm-hmm. is one of the easiest um, medical books to have, because it includes almost everything you'll need to survive in the wilderness. I like that. So, go get it. Ah, cool. Um, speaking of surviving. Yeah. The Atlanteans. The Atlanteans. Well, they didn't. Uh, they had a rough go. They had they had a good <laughs> run
0: and a rough go with there at the end. Most
1: <laughs> advanced, but they were wiped out. <laughs> they were wiped out. Cam, do you remember... Watching the movie Cocoon, I remember my parents watching it. Do you? I just don't remember. I remember details. Yeah. that like stood out, like Cocoon, mm-hmm. <laughs> like <laughs> like Cocoon. Yeah, this That's, is a weird movie. I just don't weird. remember much about it. See, I don't remember. I had no idea that it had anything to do with this.
0: See, I rem- Like there was just, like this vague thing in the back of my mind somewhere, like Cocoon and Atlantis, and I was like,
1: oh, because
0: we were talking about doing this, and there's then I'm a, like,
1: there's those few movies that I can remember my parents watching. Yeah that I don't remember all the details, like mm. Close Encounters. Oh, yeah, sure. And Cocoon
0: mm-hmm. and all those. So. Yep. So Cocoon was one that I always had in the back of my mind, and I had associated it with Atlantis, and I couldn't remember why, but then... We started to research this stuff and I looked it up and I'm like, oh, that's why. It's like didn't know the that. whole plot was like hinged on Atlantis. I had no idea. Which is really So, this was a 1985 film directed by the great Ron Howard, which was kind of crazy. Didn't know that either. Uh, I was actually looking at I got down in like a rabbit hole on Cocoon. <laughs> Originally, Robert Zemeckis was going to direct it, um, but he was doing Romancing the Stone at the time. You remember that movie? Oh, romancing that's another stone? one yeah. that
1: I remember my parents. My but, mom
0: watched that one all the time. But the the studios, it hadn't released yet. The studios hated romancing the stone before it came out. Like they, there's like, this is the this is a garbage really? movie. This is garbage. Really? And so they're like, okay, we're taking you off of Cocoon and we're gonna put Ron Howard on there
1: no joke
0: yeah that's uh, because obviously Ron Howard gr- great director right but yeah. uh, Robert Zemeckis is also very very good um, but then Romancing the Stone came out and it was a hit yeah it was and they're like okay yeah you can direct some more movies I didn't realize right, yeah, that. it's cool. just really interesting that's a cool little thing anyways so I remember seeing this as a kid like I said I don't it was vague memories of this movie um, but when you when you look at the plot of this it makes total sense so in the movie about 10,000 years ago peaceful aliens from the planet terror. Area, set up an outpost on Earth on Atlantis hmm. Yeah, that's how it starts And then Atlantis sank 20 aliens were left behind in these cocoons Gotcha Okay, and, and that's okay. kind of how the whole movie kind of goes And I'm not going to go into the whole plot But if you've seen Cocoon Now you're connecting the dots like I did <laughs> <Hold that>. Okay, <laughs> pretty interesting Um and and I also remember, it's so funny. I have these weird connections with Cocoon. There was an episode of Ducktales. Do you remember Ducktales? I do remember. I watched, I that watched
1: a lot of Ducktales so
0: much when I was little. I had the
1: video game too. Yeah, I had the video game. That as was well. actually a good one.
0: It's great. Uh, but anyways, they they went to the lost city of Atlantis, and I still remember that. Mm-hmm. So anyways, in the back of my mind, there was always like, I want to learn more about Atlantis. It's kind of interesting. And, it is interesting, yeah. And there's a lot of stuff in um, popular culture about it. So mm-hmm. we're like, hey, let's talk about it. Let's see. Let's see what this is all about. Uh, so today we're gonna learn about that. stuff. Stuff. yeah this is the my day. son's
1: like one of his favorite cartoons or shows is mm-hmm. what's the one with uh, michael j fox voices the character in it no idea it's in atlantis is it yeah. yeah yeah i haven't seen a lot i know there's
0: a ton of those but yeah i haven't really seen much yeah anyways if you go onto the old google probably just called atlantis <laughs> it probably is you type in the word atlantis 120 million Mm -hmm. results pop up. That's quite a few. Yeah. If you think about it. So Plato's legend of Atlantis has undoubtedly intrigued many people for a very long time from scientists to mysticism with many candidates being cited as the possible location for the lost and sunken civilization. We're going to talk about pretty much it's been everywhere. It's been it hypothesized that that stuff Basically, is...
1: Basically, any point you've stood yeah. on the planet has been, at one point, yeah. considered to be We had to take a lot of them Because there's oh too many, gosh. right? Yeah.
0: So Downtown LA,
1: I'm sure, was mm-hmm. considered. So
0: did this city ever exist? If so, where could it be? Where did it go? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So let's start at the beginning. I mean, the story of Atlantis was first told by Plato. And pretty much only told by Plato, he's the only guy really that give is giving us like a, it's not a first hand account, but uh, he's the guy that put it on paper first. Not okay? a dummy.
1: Not a dummy. This So dude, it'd be hard to like, yeah, okay. I know. He's one of the smartest guys. He's so. a
0: very smart dude. So who was Plato anyways? He was an ancient Greek philosopher born in Athens during the classical period in ancient Greece, right? In Athens, Plato founded the Academy. I mean, It's called the Academy. It was the a, a philosophical school where he taught the philosophical doctrines that would later become known as Platonism. Um, Plato was a pen name derived from his nickname given to him by his wrestling coach. <laughs> really? Run some laps, Plato. Plato. I like that. <laughs> that sounds really smart. I, yeah. Yeah. Allegedly because he, he was physically broad, and Plato has something to do with. Yeah. What kind of broad? <laughs> His shoulders.
1: I know they wrestled naked, so yeah, they
0: did, that's right. Huh?
1: <laughs> Holy
0: Plato. Yeah. Gregor. <laughs> One who swings around. <laughs> that's what it means. So flaccid, it looks like Plato. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it saying. His actual name was probably Aristocles. Aristocles, son of Ariston.
1: Son of Aristotle, that sounds, Aristotle. Pretty, <laughs> that sounds pretty cool. I know, it does. I'm the son of Aristotle, Plato. That sounds dumb. Yeah, it does. Plato. Anyways,
0: some interesting things about Plato, if you don't know, I, I kind of went down a rabbit hole on this, too. He was the first one that introduced the idea of reincarnation. Like, oh, really? we have immortal souls that they just keep going. Not just, like, you die and then the worms eat you and it's over. Right? This is, yeah. He's the first one that kind of went, like, hey, there might be something more going on. He also he alleged that souls that were good and full of knowledge could gain Access to higher planes within the universe. Like you could level up, right? Yeah, not like only did, did he believe whoop that whoop. people had souls, but he also considered the constellations to have souls as well. I don't know how a bunch of stars in the sky have souls, but he thought they did. So maybe this Plato's an idiot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> he's a wrestler. He's a wrestler. He doesn't know. That's what he's all he knows. <laughs> <laughs> Put you in a chokehold. You're just a broad piece of meat. <laughs> it's not that Get smart. Down. Run 10 laps, Plato. <laughs> Stop talking about your soul. All You're right. getting
1: real deep now. I want you to do 20 push-ups.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> anyway, um, Plato also helped distinguish between pure and applied mathematics by widening the gap between arithmetic, now called number theory, and logistic, now called arithmetic. <laughs> and math, now called what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, I don't know. Apparently, he did math, too, in some way, shape, or form. Anyways, That makes you smart. That does, does. yeah, because I can't do math whatsoever. The story of Atlantis was first told by Plato in two of his stories. So, and he said that he heard the stories of Plato from someone in his family. I think it was his grandfather or great-grandfather or something. And it had been passed down through the years. And when I say through the years, I mean 9,000 years (laughs) before Plato. It's not just like 50 years ago, my grandpa was at Atlantis. No, this cabin. Yeah. Out in. (laughs) Yeah. This was 9,000 years before his time, he says, is when Atlantis was hanging around doing his thing, right? Cool, cool. Yeah. So he describes it as being larger than Asia Minor and Libya combined. Wow. Couldn't tell you. Even close to what that means. A couple miles. <laughs> I don't know. Probably just the size of Iowa. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't just a city, but it was an entire continent. So Plato said Atlantis existed about 9,000 years before his own time and that its story had been passed down by poets, priests, and others. So there's some other people that knew about it. But Plato's writings about Atlantis were only known records of its existence. So the founders of Atlantis, he said, were half God, half human. I mean, that's a great mix. Yeah. If you're thinking about it. You got the humans and you got a god. That's pretty amazing. They mate. And then you get, you get a Marvel character. <laughs> then you get Thor. <laughs> yeah. You get Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yep. <clears throat> so, they created a utopian civilization and beca- became a great naval power. Yeah. Right? And I'm, I'm talking That's about I, like. ships, not belly buttons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: okay.
0: We're not talking about the Care Bears. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that'd be naval power. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, yeah, we're talking about Rainbow ships. power. <laughs> yeah. Or was it Teletubbies? I can't remember which one did that. Something um, with the tummies. Yeah, <laughs> something yeah. with the tubbies. Um, their home... Care Bears did,
1: I think. Yeah. yeah I know Care... they had a little emblem. Care Bear
0: stare. I'm like, Care Bear stare. You remember? <laughs> no. Okay. Well, maybe I'm up in the night. Um. Their home was made up of concentric islands separated by wide moats and linked by a canal that penetrated to the center. Oof. So of a nice wide Side. canal right in yeah. the
1: middle of the concentric circles. It did look cool, like some of the like yeah. sketches based on his yeah. like description of it. Oh yeah, I like, looks, that looks pretty cool. I'd like to go visit.
0: It's a smart design. Well, don't they have that thing down in the Bahamas, the Atlantis uh, uh Oh, yeah, they do. Resort. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Haven't been there. Haven't been there. Nope. I ain't a god. I should I ain't a half god. Nope. Nope. <laughs> um, the lush islands contained gold, silver, and other precious metals and supported an abundance of rare exotic wildlife. That's kind of cool. I that like that. Cool. There was a great capital city in the central island. The architecture was extravagant with baths, harbor installations, and barracks. So they had all of it. And this was like a long time ago. Yeah. We're talking over ten thousand years ago, so this—that's why this is so crazy. The central plain outside the city had canals and a magnificent, magnificent irrigation system. Oh, I bet they had wheel lines, <laughs> everything out there, yeah. right? Yep. Pivots,
1: said, sprinklers, <laughs> sprinklers, they got
0: all that. Yeah, rainbirds, everything, <laughs> yeah. anything you want, they had it out there. Yep. Atlantis like was that. watered. Um, It had kings and a civil administration, as well as an organized military, which is great. Their rituals matched Athens. I just picture them all with tridents. I do, too. Every single one of them, walking (laughs) around, checking the irrigation ditches with their
1: tridents. They all just look like Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Like all of them. Jason Momoa. Yeah. Every single one of them. That's exactly what I would picture.
0: Their rituals matched Athens for bull baiting, sacrifice, and prayer. Okay. So... Looking for a good bull baiting. This was <laughs> a place like a to nice go, place. and I I didn't know what bull baiting was. I actually had to look that up. Yeah, what is that? Basically, they tie a bull to a post and let dogs eat It oh wow, and <laughs> people watch that. People they pay money and go watch, <laughs> okay. So, bull baiting was a thing, it's the best bull baiting around. <laughs> I've seen a bull bait in like this since I don't know. <laughs> I haven't been to Atlantis in a while, that's real <laughs> good. Every time I come to Atlantis, they got good stuff going on. <laughs> the bull baiting shows are sold out, yeah. Top, top flight bull baiters, I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> You know, it's good stuff. That's good stuff. Put a man on that bull. (sighs) That's how we do it out here in the West.
1: (laughs) You know what I mean?
0: You got to throw dogs at it. Um, but then it waged an unprovoked imperialistic war on the remainder of asia and europe so they got they got greedy oh uh, that's what happens this is what happens to all great civilizations when atlantis attacked athens showed its excellence as the leader of the greeks the much smaller city state <clears throat> the only power to stand against atlantis alone Athens triumphed over the invading Atlantean forces, defeating the enemy, preventing the free from being enslaved, and freeing those who had been enslaved. So here's. Don't fight Zeus on their side. No. Here's where it gets crazy. After the battle, there were violent earthquakes and floods. Okay. And Atlantis sank into the ocean, and all the Athenian warriors were swallowed up by the earth. And Atlantis. It's (laughs) over. Yeah. That's it. Yep. So that's the that's the story of Atlantis.
1: That's so in, in that s- case, it sounds like it wasn't too far away from <sighs> Greece.
0: No. I mean, I wouldn't think so. Yeah. But who knows? Yeah, who does know? <clears throat> you know, they had they, they think they had all these advanced technologies. Yeah. <clears throat> so yeah,
1: some maybe they had flying flew ships. Over Greece. Maybe they were underwater already. Exactly. Somebody cracked the tube. <laughs> cracked a tooth? <laughs> No. Cracked a tube, tube, tube yeah. All the tubes And just flooded All but they had dentists I bet. Oh I guarantee it I think the king was the dentist <laughs> <laughs> Zeus Yeah God Let me work on your teeth Sit down in my chair <laughs>
0: Suck and spit <laughs> Or spit and suck I don't know One of the two One <laughs> of two Say a Give little bit Depends on a day Depends on a day <laughs>
1: oh, Anyways yeah
0: So that's that's Atlantis
1: And man. then they just They were uh, basically Put into the army, mm. yeah. You can't pay the bill. You're part of now the military. Your tooth hurt anymore? No. <laughs> Go fight. You should try to get out. Yeah. One try down. Once you every get try down the treasure chest.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right next one. to one fish tank. <laughs> Just one. They always got a fish tank in the business, <laughs> <Venice. laughs> even
1: in Atlantis. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Those are sharks I caught. Yeah, we got a bull baiting right outside <laughs> yeah. the office. Brings them all in. <laughs> yep. That is where dentists came from. <laughs> from Atlantis. Yep.
0: You have them um, to think.
1: I wonder if there's any dentists that listen. Oh, hell no. <laughs>
0: I know. They listen once and they then it's over. They stopped, yep. Really, if there's dentists out there listening, please message us. I do want to know It's all just, any dentists. It's all in good fun. Yeah. But please send us a message. We would love to say yeah, hi. <laughs> I don't think dentists are preppers. They got so much damn money. They don't yeah. care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, Seriously, uh, we make dentists out like they're drug dealers or something. I know they're like.
1: <laughs> uh, this they're is what like happens when you get little kids. Escobar. They're just like yeah. controlling the whole. Yeah, yeah, we're all part of a big community, mm-hmm. we own everything. Um, so yeah, theories on word existed. Yeah, that's the tough part. Yeah, mm-hmm. so let's talk about first. Mm-hmm. Why not just say above and below, above and north below. pole mm-hmm. or south pole? Yeah. So. Uh, we've talked a little bit about this with um, the Nazis um, being interested in Antarctica, and so that's what I'm talking about right now. Cool. Antarctica was Atlantis at one point. Okay. So remember old Charles Hapgood. Charles Hapgood, <laughs> <laughs> the 1958 book, Earth's Shifting Crust created a foreword by Albert Einstein. What? Yeah. So uh, I Charles, get that Hap- book. Charles Hap, Charles <laughs> Hapgood's bestie. Yo, was Freaking boot. Albert Einstein. I got to look that up. Does that exist? Like, Yeah, I looked it? at it. I looked in a few places and he did. He wrote the foreword for it. No. I was like, I... geez. So he has a little bit of credibility. I need like a original. I don't want no. You want the original? The first <laughs> not, not, one? I don't <laughs> want like the <laughs> manuscript. It's buried in ice. <laughs> it's Ed Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, according to Hapgood, around 12,000 years ago... The Charles Earth's, Hapgood. Charles Hapgood. <laughs> Charles Hapgood. 12,000 years ago. The <laughs> Albert <Earth's> Einstein crust- <laughs> is my buddy. <laughs> and we, <this> is, <laughs> my best friend's child is Albert Einstein. You don't know him. Let me start off with that. <laughs> He's C-square.
0: Space-time, all that stuff. <laughs> Charles Hapgood. Charles <laughs> Hapgood. <laughs> yeah, so he said that... I'm so glad Charles Hapgood made his way back into did. the podcast. I know what I
1: saw. I was like, this is perfect. Ah... Uh, so displacing the continent, uh, you know, the Earth's crust shifted, displacing the continent that became Antarctica from a location much further north than it is today. Okay. This more temperate, temperate content, continent. It's hard to say. <laughs> hell, man. This more temperate continent was home to an advanced civilization. Okay. But the sudden shift to its current frigid location doomed the civilization's inhabitants. The Atlanteans and their magnificent city was buried. I wonder, like, like how quick was this shift? Was
0: it like... It an hour. It starts at noon, and by 2 o'clock, <laughs> they're at, in and an hour. And that's where a
1: lot of people argue. They're like, you can't just destroy a whole continent. Yeah. Like, it can't just turn into... So, I don't know. Over... Uh-huh. I, you would think that they would disperse. They're like, yeah. this place is getting too cold. What the hell? Let's get out of here. <laughs> this is weird. This is what's happening right yeah. now in Vernal. So, Hapgood's theory res- uh, surfaced before the scientific world gained a full understanding of plate tectonics. Yeah,
0: that's going to come up again. Yeah,
1: which largely relegated his shifting <clears throat> crust idea to the fringes of Atlantean beliefs. Sure. So, this is kind of where it started peaking around, you know, 1960s, 1970s. Um, this also was kind of, it came about because of the the Piri race map, which, mm-hmm. if you look at that, is a pretty good map. <laughs> <laughs> Looks good. They only have a portion of it, um, mm-hmm. and I think it's, it's not even on display because it probably doesn't exist. No. Yeah. But yeah, um, the Piri Reis map is a world map compiled in 1513 mm. by the Ottoman uh, admiral and cartographer Piri Reis. Piri Rice. What, <laughs> yeah. I'll make maps. Piri Reis, I've caught a bunch of touchdowns. <laughs> <laughs> That's where Jerry Rice's name came from. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Approximately one-third of the map survives, mm. and it shows the western coasts of Europe and North Africa... In the coast of Brazil with reasonable accuracy, hmm. like it still has the same shape and shores yeah. and everything. So, um, it basically just shows that this map, um, shows that all the planet or all the continents were closer together and sure. Antarctica may have been a little further up. Hmm. So maybe it was Antarctica. Okay. But maybe it was the North Pole, too. What? The, per- uh, the professor of systematic theology at Boston University, William Fairfield Warren.
0: William Fairfield Warren at your service. 1833
1: to 1929 wrote a book promoting his theory that the original center of mankind once sat at the North Pole entitled mm. Paradise Found, The Cradle of the Human Race at the North Pole. You could buy it today, I'll sign it, and you're ready to go. Yeah. In this work, Warren placed Atlantis at the North Pole. Okay. He also said it was Garden of Eden, Mount Meru, Avalon, and Hyperborea. Ah, of course it's Hyperborea. It's all of it. It's everything. This has been the best place <laughs> in the history of the world. Not to mention Santa Claus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? Santa Claus was the king of <laughs> yeah. the Atlanteans. Hyperborea. That now just flies around and gives <laughs> toys to children. Makes sense when you think about it. <laughs> Don't think about it too hard or he won't mm-hmm. come to your house. Yes. <laughs> Warren believed all these mythical lands were folk memories of a former inhabited far north seat where man was originally created. So he's uh-huh. like, it all just kind of comes together if you think about it. <laughs> the whole thing just brings everything all together. <laughs> north Pole. Hey, get your copy of Paradise Found: on the Cradle of Human Race. Now in paperback. <laughs> <laughs> you kindle on a million years from yeah. now. But anyways, oh, um, so yeah. Could have been at the top or the bottom. Who knows? Yeah. How about Mid Atlantic? That makes more sense. (laughs) This comes, yeah. This so this is where I always had thought this was like the one that made the most sense to me. Yeah, this is where in my mind I just picture them like we explained them. Yeah, swimming around Mm -hmm. underwater, maybe Trident. Trident. (laughs) Trident. yeah, Yeah, all that kind of stuff. So this was
0: originally postulated by the 19th century writer in Atlantis style, Ignatius Donnelly. (laughs) Yeah, I like the (laughs) name Ignatius. Ignatius Donnelly. Um, Yeah. His 1882 book, Atlantis, the antediluvian world.
1: (laughs) That sounds good. Yeah.
0: I'm going to write that down. New York bestseller. (laughs) Yeah. Chicago bestseller. Atlantis bestseller. (laughs) Who imagined the Atlantic Ocean to be no more than a few hundred feet deep and prone to the occasional vertical shifting. It ain't that deep out there, boys. (laughs)
1: Wait around, you'll find it. Yeah. Dip your toe down and you'll find it. <laughs> <Dip your toe. laughs> you just got to reach, stretch a little put bit. In there. Yeah. Yeah, you love it. You're going to Don't dive, you break your neck. <laughs> Don't dive, yeah. <laughs> no way you jump.
0: Yeah. Since so little was known about the ocean in his day, his theory was considered plausible by many at the time. Oh, yeah, that might work. <laughs> that makes sense. He's pretty smart. I love his name And to the Louisville world I don't know what it means Probably knows what he's talking
1: about well, Wait a minute Charles Habgood Says right now <laughs> yeah.
0: Mr. Charles Habgood Is friends with Albert Einstein <laughs> I know both from my own I don't have <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, so uh, not much was known, right? At least until the advent of modern oceanography when it was determined that the Atlantic was up to five miles deep in some spots and not prone— That's a bit deeper than the big toe. Than a hundred (laughs) feet. It doesn't get any deeper than a hundred feet all the
1: way across. (laughs) <laughs> all the way yeah, You got a big straw, You walk across <laughs> Yeah You get them stilts And walk all the way to the- oh, well, That's Europe. what I said I said five miles <laughs> or so yeah. Give or take. Give or take. While this essentially
0: torpedoed poor Ignatius's hypothesis as far as science was concerned. Pun intended <laughs> underwater. Yeah. Some continued to hold to it with great tenacity, largely because of Plato's insistence that the place existed just outside the pillars of Hercules. Okay. That's an ancient term for the modern Straits of Gibraltar, implying that it had to lie somewhere in the Mid-Atlantic.
1: Yeah. So, and I have a little more even around that area. For sure. So uh, maybe it was in Southeast Asia.
0: You know what they call this kind of thing in Southeast Asia? <laughs> Karma. <laughs> uh,
1: that's yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, huh? that's our quote for this podcast. <laughs> yeah, that's the one from the verbs. Um, so the so geography shows that ice age water levels were two hundred feet as uh, two hundred feet. Lower, mm, okay. As the ice covered most of North America, and that Europe, makes sense. Yeah. So the water's way low. Mm-hmm. Ice wasn't melted yet. Modern day Indonesia is the leftover existence of a massive continent archipelago, mm. Um, rich in resources and likely a location for a great civilization. That's kind of a good area, right? Sure, yeah. Kind of makes some sense. Yeah. Certainly, this would account for uh, many of many of flood and advanced civilization mythologies mm-hmm. maintained by many diverse cu- cultures from around the globe, explaining similarities between the parallel structures, pyramids, obelisks, stone carvings, mm-hmm. and Charles Apgut. Charles but so, um, yes, Southeast Asia has some really mm-hmm. interesting, like, unique yeah, uh, history, you know? Mm. It's just it's so different from everything that we're used to. So it's like, this was all influenced yeah. By Atlantis. So what about the
0: Bahamas, Bermuda, the Azores, yeah, Canary Islands, and all that kind of stuff, right? So let's talk about specifically the Bahamas. Because of the discovery off the coast of Bimini Island in 1968 of what appears to be a man-made harbor wall, which is really interesting to see the photos, it's pretty interesting, generally dismissed by scientists as a formation of beach rock containing artificial-looking but purely natural fracture lines, uh, suggestive of a paved road. So there, there's a paved road in here. There's a rock wall. Like, come on. This is Atlantis, people. Um, and due to interest in the unproven but popular Bermuda Triangle legend, remains the odds-on favorite among many Atlantis buffs, though it is far from enjoying unanimous support there. So Bahamas, we'll talk a little so bit about... It got
1: swallowed by the Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. Somebody got
0: had that um, hypothesis. Got it.
1: Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, have you ever heard of the mythical, mythical, mythical land of Moo? Oh, is that where the cows live? <laughs> That's where the cows live. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's the name of a hypothetical <laughs> continent that allegedly existed in either the Atlantic or the Pacific. <laughs> It's in an ocean. To, that sounds like America, right? Because we yeah. exist in between the two. Yeah. Uh, depending on who you listen to. In either case, it, it, it was thought to have disappeared at the dawn of human history. Its survivors okay. immigrated to other continents to serve as a foundation for a number of later civilizations throughout the world. Scientists are like, that can't happen. The whole continent can't just disappear. Yeah. So, um, this one's a bit debunked, mm-hmm. but um, additionally, the weight of archaeological, <laughs> linguistic and genetic evidence is contrary to the claim that there was an ancient civilization between the two oceans or, mm-hmm. you know. So, anyways, I, I'd never heard of the mythical name Mu. i have to look into that But one. I like it. I like the name. Yeah, Mu. Just two letters. Yeah. M-U.
0: Make it simple. Make it nice and easy for yeah. everybody to say. How about Lemuria?
1: This one I thought was kind of
0: cool. Yeah. India and the Asian continent have their own tradition, which they call Lemuria. It's an island civilization that supposedly existed in the indian ocean the idea that such a place existed was first discussed by 19th century zoologist philip sclatter um, as a means of accounting for the discontinuities he found in the biogeography of the indian ocean at the time his premise that madagascar and india may have once been part of a larger continent which he named lemuria has been it uh, <clears throat> sounds like Zelda or something. I know. Has been rendered obsolete by modern understanding of plate tectonics. That plate tectonics, like, screwed everybody. It did. Uh, Wait a minute. Ah, I hurt my head. Too much work here. Shires have good books. No good. <sighs> yeah. Throw reason of garbage. <laughs> Um, I'll take the page that Albert Einstein. Yeah, he still got some good theories. Yeah, it's pretty good. Got that, which consistently demonstrate that while sunken continents do exist, such as the Kerguelen Plateau in the Indian Ocean, there is no known geological formation under the Indian Ocean that corresponds to Sclatter's hypothetical Lemuria. But the name did at least lend its name to the tiny primates native to Madagascar, known as the, the lemurs.
1: The and they just jump to their death.
0: Yep. Boo. <laughs> It's such a weird thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that's that. Um, before we move on, though, if you were an ancient civilization and you wanted to survive some cataclysmic destruction, you're going to want some great food. This technology came to get you through it from them. Yeah, this is direct from Atlantis. This is Atlantis food. Yeah, nutrient survival is made with real ingredients, made in Atlantis to keep Americans healthy, strong, and alert. Not Atlantis, that was, I just threw that in there. It's made in America. Uh, Perfect for today, ready for anything ahead, from hearty, delicious entrees and nutrient-dense snacks to immunity-boosting drinks and strength, building shakes each with 40 essential nutrients available in handy singles daily use pantry packs durable cans and three to 90 day survival kits keeping your world safe and your body in peak condition this isn't your cheap empty calorie bland food storage this stuff actually has nutritional value and it tastes fantastic
1: what you eat oh my god and you'll survive on
0: it yes uh, check out their new NREs, Nutrition Ready to Eat. Those things are amazing. Head over to NutrientSurvival.com. Use our code CASUALPREPPERS. You're going to get 10% off. May I suggest... Wearing that sweater. Wear Oh, yeah. I got the Nutrient Survival sweater on. Um, May I suggest the eggs? Yes. Because they're wonderful, the and scr- I love what them. What
1: is it? Like the something scramble? The,
0: uh, there's the home style scramble man, as well. Super good. Those two are by far my favorite. Yep. And what I'm going to try next is mixing them.
1: Oh, man. Right here. You See? just open,
0: yeah, yeah. It just open a whole new world of flavor yeah. for everybody. You make the holy grail. Yeah, you'll probably li- you'll live another thousand what, years. Uh, what you know, we just need to have a discussion with them, and maybe they can make one that's mixed. Oh, for us, yeah, like the casual prepper Don't scramble with that. They like, figured out the formula. Yeah, the casual prepper scramble. Ooh, I like that. Right, that'd it's be the, awesome. It's the vitamin eggs and it's the homestyle scramble together. A match it's made perfect. in heaven.
1: Yeah. A match made right in heaven. Um, all of your other theories are wrong. Okay. Atlantis was in the Sahara Desert. That seems suspicious to me. (laughs) All All this water talk (laughs) doesn't make any sense now. A desert. But if you, like, Mm -hmm. so uh, Plato suggested that Atlantis was made up of a city carved into rock with Mm -hmm. rings and metal with a central passage to the sea. Mm -hmm. If you look at the edge of the Sahara Desert, kind of Morocco area and all that, that's a good place. Going into the Atlantic Mm -hmm. has a good penetrating canal to these certain places. Yeah. But there is a really uh crazy looking thing. I have never seen this before, but the the Eye of the Sahara. Oh yeah.
0: It's so crazy looking. If you played Civilization, you would know about the Eye of the Sahara. Oh really? It's one okay. of the, the natural oh, wonders that you can it? discover. Oh, cool. Yeah. It gives you extra
1: points when you Had build your city <laughs> next to it. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. So um but it is. It's a really bizarre it has all those rings, so it yeah. kind of falls into how Plato described yeah. the the Atlantean or the, the Atlantis. Atlantis. Yes. The Atlantean city called Atlantis. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, he meticulously gathered... So, there's a there's this nerdy guy, mm-hmm. German scientist, uh, used a German computer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's an expert that formed his theory using The
0: 2000. <laughs> Their names and stuff are so horrible. <laughs> yeah. The German language has to be,
1: like, the worst. They Yeah, they do. It's all, like, wolves and, yeah. well, we figured out why, but, yeah. Um, yeah. So, um, anyways the Panzerschleiger computer <laughs> yeah, <that's exactly. laughs> um, to calculate the precise GPS coordinates of the Lost City. He's like, I'm going to figure this out. I been put this into And all this other stuff. Yeah. He meticulously gathered every detail he could from Ooh. Plato's uh, Timaeus and Critias that, and, This uh, really feels like I don't like, even
0: know those Like a horrible
1: B-movie yeah. Let's
0: gather all the information And put it, it into the computer totally We does. will calculate the exact location Why has no
1: one tried this? <laughs> yeah and Arnold Schwarzenegger's doing it too uh, Yeah, that was. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta do the chopper We gotta <laughs> do to Atlantis exactly. yeah. um, Which describes Atlantis in the de- in detail And gives the total of 51 clues About the <laughs> mysterious city <laughs> We
0: have 51 clues to find He's like, like find pulled this all place. this stuff
1: in um, Yeah These clues include that that Atlantis was near the sea, and had (laughs) ring-like structures surrounding the center. Basically, (laughs) he figured out what Plato had said. Crucially, it was also said to be 3,100 miles from Athens. Remember I was saying? It's probably not that far. That's a long ways. It is. That's like the moon and back, isn't it? (laughs) I don't think it's quite that far, but... (laughs) What is the moon from us? I don't know. I thought it was like 58,000 miles or something. Maybe I'm completely wrong.
0: Oh, I don't know. (laughs) Anyway... How far is the moon? Hey, Google, how far is the moon from the Earth?
1: 238,000 miles. Oh, 238,000, yeah. This uh, area includes Europe, Africa, and the Middle East. So I just if you wanna... look at the structure, though, um, did you? I didn't even know Merit- Maritania. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a country. I didn't either. But it's right there below Morocco. And if you recently watched the World Cup mm-hmm. and saw how far Morocco went, yeah. Then you know that they have some Atlantean blood. They have some. They had to, in have. there. Yeah. But the Eye of the Sahara looks super suspicious because it has those rings. Mm-hmm. It 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 looks just like how Plato described Atlantis, mm-hmm. and it's just there. It's just a natural <laughs> wonder. So it's crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that's it.
0: I It's a great place You know, you place think for you'd think
1: you'd be able to brush some dirt off and find some stuff, but apparently yeah.
0: there's nothing there. Get one of those umpire brushes and get Somehow out there. Somehow the
1: circles are there, yeah. but there
0: ain't a single artifact. Yeah, that's really weird. I just, I can't imagine. Put it in your computer. What this German looked like, putting this information into a computer. What is it like, you know what I mean? Is he using he like. It's vid- going to Russian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Like, I just don't know what, like, how do you put it in? You know, what software do you have? Uh,
1: Carmen San Diego. Have you ever played that? <laughs> Where?
0: <laughs> exactly. Put that in there. I don't know. It's just really interesting. Where in the world. That was <laughs> yeah. a fun game. That was fun.
1: I found it on, um, I found a kit of like the original mm-hmm. with the, I remember using that big old encyclopedia. To, we like, have a to board it.
0: game of it. Do you?
1: Yeah, we do. The old one was sweet. Yeah. Um, but I found all the original on eBay for like $3,000. Did you it's buy it? It's a good deal. Did you buy it? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> no. How about America.
0: How about being over here? That's what I think. Or the Mayans. So th- there's a lot of stuff that kind of brings some possibilities over to our side of the world yeah. here. Francisco Lopez de Gomara was the first to state that Plato was referring to America. Yeah. Okay, as did Francis Bacon and Alexander von Humboldt. <laughs> Francis Bacon. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, athanasius Kircher accepted Plato's account as literally true, describing Atlantis as a small continent in the Atlantic Ocean, right? Contemporary perceptions of Atlantis share roots with Mayanism, uh, which can be traced to the beginning of the modern age when European Im- Well look at their architecture. You know, I know, it's so unique and it's weird. And I kind of see that as like every time you see Atlantis, there's always like a, a pyramid of sorts does, in the it middle, right? Like they kind of use that Mayan look. Yes. Um <clears throat> so Aztlán is the name of the mythical homeland of Mazatlan. the Aztecs. <laughs> Az- <Aztlan. laughs> yeah. the ancient Mesoamerican civilization, also known as the Mexica, La ah. Mexica. Um according to their origin myth, <laughs> the Mexican. Mexica left Azatlan at the behest of their god ruler, Huitzilopochtli. Nancy Pelosi um, <laughs> to find a new home in the Valley of Mexico. She's been around that long, I swear. I think she has. Uh, some she equate like this Frieda. to the story of Atlantis. You know, most of these interpretations are considered pseudo history, pseudoscience, or pseudo archaeology, as they have presented their works as academic or scientific, but lack standards of criteria. So, anyways. There's like the Mayans in America and South, South America. It's I kind can of see in that. there. Very unique. it's in the mix.
1: Very unique in the mix. So that's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually already mentioned this guy. Yeah. So Ignatius Donnelly. Ignatius. You know, we talked about his publication of Atlantis, the I want Antediluvian this too. World by Ignatius L. Donnelly. If anybody has an extra copy, please send it. Yeah. Stimulated much popular interest yeah. in Atlantis. So. We already kind of talked about this, so I'm not going to go into it. Anymore. Okay. Okay. I didn't know you had this one. I actually put it down lower. This Madame oh. oh. Madame Blavatsky. So This one's awesome. This is one of my favorites. Madame This is my favorite too.
0: Blavatsky and the Theosophists. The theo- Theosophists. I don't know how to say it exactly cuz I'm an idiot. Lacobacillus. <laughs> yeah. But Helena Pet- Petrovna Blavatsky, the founder of the Theosophists, Theosophists? I don't know how to say it, wrote the secret doctrine in 1888, which she claimed was originally dictated in Atlantis. I like this. This is so this real. This is beautiful. Blavatsky, who claimed to have a range of psychic powers, including telepathy and clairvoyance, traveled extensively during her lifetime. According to her voluminous writings, she was granted insight into the mysteries of the universe as a result of her travels to Tibet and conversations with various masters or Mahatmas. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, members of the Theosophical Society believe in the oneness of all life and the brotherhood of all people. That's great. It is great. I like that actually. <laughs> they also believe in mystical I'm start falling. Yes. Yeah. They also believe in mystical abilities such as clairvoyance, telepathy, and travel on the astral plane.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's no imagine. better way to travel. I can't imagine <laughs> how many wet dreams old Himmler had. Oh gosh. Of Madame Winnie Balavatsky. Blavatsky. I would love her. Yeah, she probably has some <laughs> we sort... went to, like Russian <laughs> Oh Gosh, her. dang it. I know. It's so hard to what stuff. Yeah.
0: I gotta I gotta practice my German. Anyways, she maintained that the Atlanteans were cultural heroes. So that's contrary to what Plato said, who describes them as like a military threat. Like they got big and they just started to try and fight people. Yeah. Because they wanted more. Okay? That's what happens. I know. She believed in a form of racial evolution as opposed to primate evolution. In her process of evolution, the Atlanteans were the fourth root race race, uh, which was succeeded... in a movie? By a <laughs> oh, rat race. <laughs> by the by the fifth, the Aryan race, which she identified as oh, the we modern human This is there yeah. they are. Now here it is, right? In her book, Blavatsky reported that the civilization of Atlantis reached its peak between one million and nine hundred thousand years ago. That's pretty solid numbers. Yep, but destroyed itself through internal warfare brought about by the dangerous use of psychic and supernatural powers of the inhabitants.
1: But yet Germany wanted that. Yeah. Well,
0: well, the Nazis. Sorry, not Germany. The, na- the Nazis. The Nazis wanted this. So they were they were doing real well until they killed each other. But they by did their, it themselves. Their <laughs> mind powers. Yeah. <laughs> their mind powers took them down. You go to the bar. No, you go to the bar. oh uh, this is my call. I won't kill
1: you. <laughs> your trident will go through your face. Yeah. Now. I guess it was a super racist book and everything, which makes sense. It is. Yeah. So
0: that's Madame Blavatsky and the
1: Theosophists. So there's your Aryan race, which we'll mention a little bit again. You've already heard about it. You already know everything about it. You do. So in Europe, there are a ton of places that are suggested as being uh, Atlantis. We could probably
0: go through these pretty quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh, Iris, or Iris, (laughs) Iris Spring (laughs) See. Irish Sea. Uh, oh. In his book *Atlantis of the West*, the case for the Britain's drowned uh, megalithic civilization. Mm, man. Paul Dunbavin yeah. argues that a large island once existed in the Irish Sea, and that is the island was Atlantis. That's okay. it. That's yeah. his argument. That makes sense. He argues that the Neolithic civilization in Europe was partially drowned by rising seas caused by a comma impact that caused a pole shift yes. and changed the Earth's axis around 3100 BC. I like that. So that's a good one. Yeah. Great Britain. William Commons Beaumont said Mm-mm, believed that the Great Britain was the location of Atlantis. William Commons Beaumont, huh? journalist Lewis Spence claimed that the ancient traditions of Britain and Ireland contained. Memories of Atlantis. Okay, <laughs> I like that one. Yeah, uh, BBC reporter that a team of Russian scientists believe they had found Atlantis in the ocean, hundred miles off from the lands in Cornwall, Britain. And this is ninety-seven. Why yeah. would why would the Russians say that? They're like, <laughs> we have found this. We have found it. Unfortunately, it's in Britain and not off from the. uh you let us Siberian come and have a coast. look? Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Perhaps we can look at your military stuff to see something.
0: Perhaps we can check out your canals. Huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> does it penetrate into your country? No, or does this canal can help penetrate. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Ireland. Okay. The idea of Atlantis being located in Ireland was present, presented in the book Atlantis from a geographer's perspective, mapping the fairyland <laughs> yeah. by Swedish Sold. geographer. Sold in the fantasy Dr. section. Dr. Ulf Erlingsson <laughs> Ulf. from Uppsala University. This, so, is a, this
0: is a fantasy book.
1: Yeah. It hypothesized that the Empire of Atlantis refers to the Neolithic-Megalithic tomb culture <laughs> based on their similar geographic extent and deduced that the island of Atlantis must be corresponding to Ireland. Sure. The North Sea, satellite image of the North Sea, which also suggests the location of Atlantis. The mm. end. Denmark. Yeah. In his book, The, the Celts, the people who came, or the Celts, if you're a fan of the basketball team. Yeah. The people who came out of the darkness. Ah, that one sounds pretty good. Yeah. Author I read that. Jihad Erm. Elm. Elm. Elm Elm Elm. Links Elm. the origins of the Atlanteans to the end of the ice age and the flooding of the eastern coastal Denmark. So, sure. Finland. Yeah. Finnish centric Lorbach. Lorbach. <laughs> Located in Atlantis in the Baltic Sea. At southern part of Finland, where he claimed a small community of people lived during the Ice Age. A little bit of people here. They were the best and strongest. Mm -hmm. According to Bach, this was uh, possible due to the Gulf Stream, which brought warm water to the Finnish coast. Mm. This is a small part of a large saga that he claimed had been told in his family through ages. Dating back. Go to bed. (laughs) Yeah. Bach. Lord, Bog, it's time to sleep. Lord, it's time to go to bed. <laughs> just one more story about the saga of the... Perhaps I could tell a little more of the legends before I go Oh, put... Lord, we just want a little more. <laughs> <laughs> How many countries did
0: Grandpa fight? <laughs> tell me about the tragedy of saga tells...
1: <laughs> The family saga tells the name Atlantis comes from a Swedish word. Outland is all land ice, <laughs> all
0: land ice. <laughs> and refers to the last
1: ice age. Thus okay. in the in the Bach family saga it's more a time period than the exact geographical place. All right. Sweden, the last one. Not really. But- Olas well of the yeah. European. Olas Rudbick's Atlantic. In ni- in sixteen seventy nine, Olas Rudbeck wrote Atlantis Atlantica where he argues that Scandinavian, specifically Sweden, is identical to Atlantis. Identical. It's exactly the same. Exactly. Not a circle mm. anymore. No. According to Rudbeck, the capital city of Atlantis was identical to the ancient burial site of um, mm. Swedish kings Gamla Uppsala. Uppsala.
0: Nice.
1: That's cool. All right. How about northwest of Egypt from that Greece That makes Spain? more sense to me.
0: This feels like it could be where it should be, yeah, right? Yeah, I feel like yeah. the Egyptians... <laughs> Yeah. Did not come from this planet right. either. So, Island of Pharaohs, Robert Graves in his Greek myths in 1955 argues Atlantis was the island of pharaohs off the western coast of. Uh, the Nile Delta. That is before Alexander the Great connected the island to mainland Egypt by building a causeway. And so, the story of Atlantis has been argued to preserve a cultural memory of the Thera eruption, which destroyed the town of Akrotary and affected some Minoan settlements on Crete. Recent arguments for the Akrotary being Atlantis have been
1: popularized. I put one of those down my drain. (laughs) Yeah, I got me Broke up that big (laughs) hairball. I called it Akrotary River. Robert <laughs> right. that rotary is a real good tool. Yeah, uh,
0: popularized on the television shows such as the History Channel's Lost Worlds episode, Atlantis. Right? Mm-hmm. How about near Cyprus? I'm not talking about the credit union. I'm talking about the <laughs> place on the map. An American architect, Robert Sarmast. He's just an architect. Yeah, he's out there designing tract homes. If I were to design it. figuring out Atlantis, is where I put it.
1: right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Work on buildings, go yeah. on the night and study Atlantis. Yeah, work on ivory homes, and then later <laughs> on figure out Atlantis. <laughs> he
0: claims that Atlantis lies at the bottom of the eastern Mediterranean within the Cyprus basin. In his book on his website, he argues argues that images prepared from sonar data of the sea bottom of Cyprus basin southeast of Cyprus show features resembling man-made structures on it at depths of fifteen hundred meters. So again, it's under the water. That makes sense, right? He interprets these features as being artificial structures that are part of the lost city of Atlantis, described by Plato. So, anyways, that's a good one. How about he like? He
1: like what? He like, I, he he like he Atlantis. He, like he
0: I don't know how to say that. How do you say it? I don't know. He, like he, he, sounds he Sounds good to me. A number of classical scholars have proposed that Plato's inspiration
1: for the story came from the earthquake. <laughs> Somebody looks like, just, just totally into, this is preposterous, what these men are saying. Yes. They delete don't know these names. Unsubscribe. <laughs> Charles Habgood is not listening to this kind of garbage. <laughs> okay? He's in Atlantic and he's yeah. just like, or er, in Antarctica. Yeah. Preserved. <laughs> Yeah. This is bullcrap. crap. <laughs> yeah. Balder dash. Boulder dash. <laughs> will not stand for such <laughs> blasphemy. Oh, I lost my friend Einstein. I can't take <laughs> this as well. Albert, what are they doing to us? <laughs> Albert. Albert. I'm calling your name Albert. (laughs) Albert. Uh, Adolf, I guess we'll have dinner together. (laughs) Yeah. Again. Uh, Anyway. Isn't he the guy that took out his appendix? I gotta take my appendix out. (laughs) Oh, was that somebody else? That was another guy, yeah. (laughs) Um, I'm sure he did. He sounds like he would do
0: that a number of classical scholars have proposed that Plato's inspiration for the story came from the earthquake and tsunami which destroyed Heliki, Helike, Helike, Helike in 373 he like BC. <laughs> he liked this version. Yeah. Um. Just a few years before he wrote the relevant dialogues. How about Sardinia? <laughs> that is a uh, little teeny country. Yeah. Little fishy. Um. <laughs> the concept of the identification of Atlantis with the island of Sardinia is the idea that the Italians were involved in the sea peoples movement is oh. similar to stories of Plato. Stupid
1: sea peoples. <laughs>
0: they out on the sea. Um the name of the Atlas may have been derived from Italos via the Middle Egyptian language, and Plato's descriptions of the island and the city of Atlantis share several traits with Sardinia and its Bronze Age culture. Makes sense. So last one I've got is Malta being situ- uh, situated in the dividing line between the Western and Eastern Mediterranean Sea, being home to some of the oldest man-made structures in the freaking world, mm-hmm. could be where it's at.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think so. Kay. I think so. Um, northeast of Egypt, the okay. Middle East, the Black Sea. There's oh. a few books. Just gonna mention them real quick Yeah. Okay. Oh. You gonna do it now? I <laughs> just said Orm, Utah. <laughs> yeah. That is where I thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. But, um... Sorry, do you want me to move on to mine? No, I got. It. I got. Okay, it. Just okay give I'm me just asking. Jeez, man, give <laughs> me some. So, Peter James, and in John. his book The Sunken, oh. <laughs> the Sunken Kingdom, okay. identifies Atlantis with the kingdom of Zipalsa. He mm. argues that Solon did indeed gather the story of his travels, but in Lydia, not Egypt, as Plato states. Mm. That Atlantis is the uh, is identical with Ten- Tantalus or Tantalus, mm. uh, the city of Tantalus in Asia Minor. So. Okay. It's in Turkey, actually. Oh, yeah, yeah. How about Troy? Ah. The, ge- the geoarchaeologist Ebert Zanger, who uh, has proposed that the hypothesis that Atlantis was, in fact, the city-state of Troy. Oh. He both agrees and disagrees with Rainer A.W. Kuhn, <laughs> mm-hmm. who, too, believes that the Trojans, Atlanteans were the sea peoples, but only a minor part of them. Okay. And then, last is the Black Sea. German researchers Siegfried and Christian Schop put it into the Panzer Craig computer and said, <laughs> "Locate Atlantis in the Black Sea." <laughs> hey um, Google, locate Atlantis. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they had voice command back yeah. then. Before fifty 5- five hundred BC, a great plain lay in the northwest at the former freshwater lake. Mm. Rising sea level toppled the barrier at today's Bosporus, and they identified the Pillars of Hercules with the Strait of Bosporus. They gave no explanation how the ships of the merchants coming in from all over the world had arrived at the harbor of Atlantis when it was 350 feet below global sea levels. Hmm. So they basically just said, it's got to be in this area. Okay, (laughs) that makes sense. I'm not going to break it down. (laughs) How about
0: Gibraltar, near the Pillars of Hercules? Again, this makes sense. I can see that one too, yeah. How about Andalusia? Andalusia. That sounds like a It sounds like a Disneyland. Disney or it Andalasia in the one the Anastasia, Anastasia <laughs> that's right. You're wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. Yeah. Um Andalusia is a region modern-day sou- southern Spain which included the lost city of Tartessos, yeah. which disappeared in the 6th century BC. I don't know where it went. Uh, how about Spartel Bank? <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Two hypotheses have put Spartel Bank, a submerged former island in the Strait of Gibraltar, as the location of Atlantis. to go make
1: a de- donation to the Spartel Bank <laughs> yeah, today. them some good good rates over at Spartel Bank. <laughs> um, it was just a famous
0: bank yeah, called Atlantis. Yeah. Um, this this one is really interesting to me. The British journalist Graham Hancock. In the this Ancient is, Apocalypse. Yeah. I Case, never, did you watch it? I never watched I it. I watched part of it. I didn't get through the whole thing. British journalist Graham Hancock's Ancient Apocalypse has become a surprise cultural phenomenon since its November 11th release on Netflix. The archaeology-themed series garnered an impressive 24.62 million hours of viewing in its first week of release. That's pretty insane. So, but here, Graham Hancock has been writing on this subject for like years and years and years. He's released a whole bunch of different books on it. So um, this isn't something new. This is, he just finally got it on Netflix, right? And and got this much um, attention. Hancock's show speculates that a crashing comet destroyed Atlantis or a similar lost civilization 13,000 years ago in a series of events remembered as the Great Flood. According to Hancock, survivors of the calamity spread around the world, which was then populated by simple hunter-gatherers, bringing them science, technology, agriculture, and monumental architecture. We owe everything to these near-godlike individuals, he claims. So, for good major, Hancock, who has been promoting these ideas in his books for decades, argues that archaeologists have deliberately covered up this catastrophic vision of civilization spread and accuses mainstream academia of its extremely defensive, arrogant, and patronizing attitude. So he's saying like people are, they're just stuck in their ways, these archaeologists, yeah. right? So anyways, that's a really interesting view on this whole thing, which kind of makes sense when you get down to the nitty-gritty and think about it. Yeah. Um, it you know, if there was going to be some sort of a, a comet hitting, you're going to want some great clothing.
1: Absolutely. Because that Speaking could be... Speaking of, did you see there's an asteroid that they think is headed yeah, right for us? I hope so. It's going to It's time to cleanse this place like Atlantis.
0: Okay. Okay. <laughs> You need to, you need to I'm get some. I want to bring it in. <laughs> yeah. I know what state I want it to go to. Right over here. This is called LA. <laughs> Perfect place to land. Hit it right on it. It actually starts with LA. You just put an ND at the end. That's where you land. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Makes sense. That's how you would talk to the comet. That is. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you would. just send a light signal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's close encounters of the third kind. Yeah,
1: right.
0: Off the grid surplus. Their mission is to inspire greater connection through adventure. They do that by creating extremely functional and everyday wearable products for a great price to take you off the grid. How do they do it, Cam? Let me tell you. They simplify your clothing options so that you only need one piece of clothing instead of three or four. That's it's called minimalism, that my is, friend. That's exactly right. They combine the best features from outdoor, workwear, and tactical and they put it into one amalgamation of a perfect little piece of piece of clothing that's how mike tyson would say it piece of clothing it's a little
1: bit of piece it's of a clothing piece of clothing
0: <laughs> now he has a, a new york accent too but that's okay piece of clothing hey, piece of clothing guy <laughs> um check out their site offthegridsurplus.com get an extra 15% off with our code casualpreppers15 <laughs> guy this this is the perfect a perfect piece of clothing crotch got it it for days guys.
1: <laughs> that is pretty good Mike Tyson yeah. anyways sorry
0: about that go go to off grid surplus <laughs> yeah, Mike
1: uh, Tyson endorsed Mike Tyson endorsed <laughs> yeah <laughs> um so what happened to it hell if I know it was in I don't know. every part of the planet <laughs> yeah and then so, it's gone <laughs> yeah so um if you're still listening which of course you are. This is a little more exciting, I think. Mm-hmm. But what happened to Atlantis? Why? Why mm-hmm. is it gone? Why can't we find the tridents and I things like that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why?
0: Um, I would love an Atlantic, an Atlantis. You know, I killed trident. a man with
1: a trident. Yeah, I saw that. Atlantis was a mid-Atlantic continent that suddenly sunk into the ocean. Uh, this comes from Ignatius Donnelly, mm, argued yeah. that the accomplishments of the ancient world, such as metallurgy. Metalur- Metallurgy. <laughs> metallurgy. Yeah, metallurgy. <laughs> metallurgy. Oh, my gosh. I see it, Languagi. I say it, and then I'm like, my gosh, why did I say it? Languagian, ag- Languagian Drickhol- and agritulature <laughs> must have been handed down by earlier advanced mm. civilizations as mm-hmm. ancients weren't sophisticated enough to develop these on their They own. were idiots. They were dummies, so yeah. it had to be given. Yeah. He said, in assuming um, that the Atlantic Ocean was only a few hundred feet deep, mm. He described the continent flooded by shifting ocean waters that sank the exact location Plato said it did. Mm-hmm. In the Atlantic Ocean, just outside uh, the pillars of Hercules, the two rocks that marked the entrance entrance of the Straits of Gibraltar. Yeah. Long after modern oceanography mm-hmm. and a greater understanding of plate tectonics poked holes in the shifting waters thesis. Yep. So, basically, sorry, Donnelly. You're wrong. You can't wade across to the Americas <laughs> no. from Europe. Just can't do it. But he said it just kind of flooded. Yeah. It's gone now.
0: Here's one of my favorites. One Atlantis writer was Charles Berlitz. Yeah. Grandson of the founder of the well-known language schools and author of many books on the paranormal phenomena. Funny enough, I actually have this book. Proof right there, Cam. Cam. You see it? You do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I did see that. I was <laughs> like, that's
0: pretty sweet. You I got know. that. In the 1970s, Burlitz claimed Atlantis was a real continent located off the Bahamas that had fallen victim to the notorious Bermuda Triangle, a region of the Atlantic where a number of ships had supposedly disappeared under mysterious circumstances. I don't remember. Did we talk about Atlantis in our Bermuda Triangle episode? I, I can't remember. I don't remember if we did or not. Supporters of this theory point to the discovery of what looked like man-made walls. We talked about that off the coast of the Bimini Islands there. so in in anyways, they think that Bermuda Triangle just
1: ate it and it's gone forever. Yeah. I gotta read that book. That sounds interesting. does sound interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, another thing, again, a flood. Mm-hmm. but it was more of a retelling of the Black Sea flood. okay. Atlantis didn't exist, but this theory um states that it was just, telling of the inhabitants of the Black Sea yeah. on and the shores in how uh, I think it was around 5600 BC that mm-hmm. there was flooding of the Black Sea and that these civilizations were destroyed that were along the outside of it. And so that is what happened. It wasn't actually Atlantis. Mm-hmm. It was just a retelling of the um, successful and rather mm-hmm. abundant civilizations around the Black Sea. That makes sense. Yeah, it uh,
0: does. right. How about the Minoan civilization? Mm-hmm. One of the more recent Atlantean I think theories— I played with someone Age of Empires. Yeah. Uh, concerns the civilization that flourished in the Greek islands of Crete and Thera, now Santorini, more than 4,000 years ago. The Minoans, um, named for the legendary King Min- Minos. This is where Jason Momoa is from, probably. <laughs> Probably. (laughs) Believed to be uh, Europe's first great civilization, the Minoans built splendid palaces, constructed paved roads, and were the first Europeans to use a written language. Yeah. That's pretty cool. That is weird. At the height of their power, however, the Minoans suddenly disappeared from history, an enduring mystery that has fueled belief in a link between this great doomed civilization and Plato's Atlantis right so there was a massive earthquake in 1600 BC spewed 10 millions uh oh it, it triggered uh, Thera. we talked about that the, yep. the, the volcano the volcano eruption 10 million tons of rock ash and gas into the atmosphere that would bury some stuff that would definitely do It'd destroy some, some stuff damage so yeah. that's part of that
1: as well mm-hmm. interesting um Atlantis just didn't exist at all this is probably true yeah Plato <laughs> invented it most yeah. historians and scientists throughout history have come to the conclusion that Plato's account of the lost Kingdom of of Atlantis was fictional. Mm -hmm. According to this argument, the Greek philosopher invented Atlantis as his vision of an ideal civilization and intended the story of its demise to be a cautionary tale of the gods' punishment of humans for their pride and things like that. Mm -hmm. No written records of Atlantis exist outside of Plato's dialogues, including in any of the numerous other texts that survive from the ancient Greece. Furthermore, despite modern advancements in oceanography, drain the oceans. You know, have you ever watched mm-hmm. that? Yeah. No trace of such sunken civilization has ever been found.
0: Yeah. And, There's and, just
1: nothing to find. And the way he wrote, he wrote
0: in these stories a lot. So it kind of makes sense that he just sort of made it up as part of this yeah. story to tell, you know, to make a point. Exactly. No, that's It's a what lot they like did. the Bible.
1: It's a lot like Jesus.
0: Yeah. Uh, those a lot really, like the Bible. A lot of those stories, you know, it, Jonah and the whale and all those kind of things. Exactly. Did they actually happen or were they just stories that were kind of passed down that made a point? Yeah, exactly. Right? To teach you something. Well, it stuck. It did. That stuck. Jonah
1: and the whale. For darn good. Yeah. So that um, that's probably what really happened. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as cool because it didn't exist. It was more of like a, mm-hmm. an analogy type thing. Yep. So how about some other weird stuff? Um,
0: maybe uh, Atlantis was home to an alien race. By far the best one. This is, when you get it aliens... Makes the most sense. Yeah, Check mark, Listen Listening. Okay, right now. There's an outlandish belief... It's always
1: belief. the default. <laughs> yeah.
0: We don't understand it. It's aliens. Aliens. There's an outlandish belief that the or- original habit- inhabitants of this lost city of Atlantis are believed to be of extraterrestrial origin who re- reached there about 50,000 years ago from the Lyrian star system. Uh, Despite being much taller and fairer than today's average human being, the average lifespan of these people is believed to have been 800 years, Cam. So you can get pretty old when you're one of these people, Mm -hmm. 800 years old. There's also the fabled Atlantean metal called orichalcum, I think that's how you, you say it it translates to of unknown origin. So this is actually kind of interesting. According to Plato, the inner wall surrounding the citadel of Atlantis with the temple of Poseidon flashed with the red light of orichalcum. The interior walls, pillars, and floors of the temple were completely covered in Orochalcum, and the roof was variegated with gold, silver, and orichalcum. In the center of the temple stood a pillar of Orochalcum, oh I'm probably saying that wrong someone's yelling at me I like the sound of it on which the laws of Poseidon and records of the first son princes of Poseidon were inscribed some say it's a type of copper mixed with zinc or some oh, uh, some other <laughs> process mixed of metal. with crap yeah but others say it's proof of an alien race with out of
1: this world metals Kay. Okay, kind of like the ones found at uh, Blind, Blind Frog Ranch yeah but here's... That's where freaking Atlantis probably is. 100%. You went to it, like you
0: 100%. were saying. In 2015, divers actually found this metal in a shipwreck. Oh, wow. Really? Listen to this. The only problem is zinc doesn't exist freely in nature. It has yeah. to be processed. And the people of that time had no clue on how to do that. So, so how did it where, happen? Was it a trident? I don't know. <laughs> so did aliens teach him? Did it come from somewhere else? Anyways, pretty interesting. And some even mentioned that the Atlanteans had flying machines, yeah, and communication devices. So I don't some know. Some freaking
1: sick ham radios. Oh yeah. You didn't even E-ham have to have a ra- license back then. <laughs> no. Yeah. And probably travel through water. Yeah. That's for amazing. sure. Anyways. Um and then last, we love the Gotta well, hand. we don't love
0: <laughs> we Can't hate we,
1: we hate the Nazis, but their obsession with mm-hmm. the you know, the occult. And the Aryan race. Yeah. Um, this is this is all part of uh, why they were searching down in... Uh, um, Antarctica. Antarctica. Yeah. is because they were looking for anything to trace their lineage back to the Aryan race yeah. to give them superiority over everyone. Yeah. So, um, it wasn't just that it was a movie that George Lucas thought would be great. Yeah. It really was that they were obsessed with this and they mm-hmm. were trying to find it. Yeah. Um, Foundational works of Nazi philosophy such as Alfred Rosenberg's The Myth of the 20th Century are based around racial theory that, um, possessed that modern white Europeans descended from Hyperborean people of Atlantis and all based on the ideas from Mm -hmm. Bavlasky's work, you know, Mm -hmm. that crazy lady.
0: Yeah.
1: So, um, really, Mm -hmm. uh, the Nazis were obsessed with this because they wanted the power, they wanted the technology, they wanted to prove that they were from this, uh, Superior race that was mixed in with the Atlanteans. Man, you actually had some better backstory on this. I uh, saw that. I was gonna. Men- I thought you were gonna mention it, Madame so-
0: Helena Petrovo- Pet- Petrovna Blavatsky. Yeah, read some of that because it's pretty interesting. Okay, you, you want, want me to read it? Yeah, go ahead. I
1: thought I thought you had pretty no, much of it. I, I, this is information so, I didn't see. Do you want the Seven Roots part? That's sure. Part yeah. Of- well, the
0: top like she was a Russian horse rider turned religious leader. Yeah. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> yeah. That's weird. Uh, One of the major works of Mm. Balavsky's The Secret Doctrine, which Balavsky claims was dictated in Atlantis itself. Mm -hmm. She claims that there are seven root races of the humanity. The first were naturally invisible jellyfish. (laughs) I love that. Uh, These were followed by the Hyperbians who lived at the North Pole but did not have bodies. How 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 did they do that? that? They're just like... Mist? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) Okay. Next came egg-laying lemurs... (laughs) Who lived on a different lost continent, Lemuria. Oh, she actually talked about Lemuria yeah, too, huh? Yeah. Oh, interesting. But were destroyed. I found this like at the last minute. Yeah. So when I saw you had it, I was like, oh, dang, that's good. After they discovered sex. Well,
0: that's what happens when that's, you discover it. Everything is destroyed. Yeah. Why should we do anything else <laughs> that when sex is the exists? Truth. That is the truth.
1: <laughs> yeah. Fourth were the Atlanteans. Fifth were the Arians, which is to say mm-hmm. her own race. And then sixth and seventh races are still to come and will live on Venus. Wow, okay. That's going to be
0: pretty hot. Yeah.
1: I don't want to live um, on Venus. So yeah, uh Interesting. That's cool, huh? But yeah. yeah so, um it's obviously mixed in a ton with yeah. uh different conspiracies and occultism
0: mm-hmm. and the
1: Nazis were obsessed with it. They tried to find their uh direct lineage to yeah. the Aryans that was all tied in with Atlantis. So, man, there you go.
0: That's Atlantis. Yeah. That's I don't know, it's pretty interesting. Oh, that,
1: what was this part? Um yeah, and they're trying to prove that Jesus was was also from Atlantis like them. Oh, yeah. And that ultimately they came from a race of lemurs that laid eggs. So like the reptilians, kind of, but a little lemur looking. Lemur looking. Yeah. These underwater egg lemur boys thought they deserved to live more than non-underwater lemur boys. So... So we live in a wild... It
0: is really similar to Cocoon. Yeah. Because they were eggs, true. right? That's true. Yeah. That's so weird. Wow. Maybe we need to watch Cocoon. Oh, my gosh. That's the whole... Crux of this are whole probably thing. Probably watching it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's got Wilford Brimley in it. Another thing for uh, who else is in it? There's some other big actors. It's that, got what's his name? Um, oh. Dreyfus is in it, is he? No, that, I'm thinking. No, of that's Close, Close Encounters. Encounters. Um, it's got the guy. Ah, oh, his name is right on the tip of my tongue. Oh, he's sure. in. Um, is he in Three Men and a Baby? Um, but the crap is that? He's in a bunch of stuff in the '80s.
1: I think we talked about him not too the long big buff ago. Guy, or no, his, no or are you talking about Tom Selleck? No, no. Not What's Tom Selleck. Guy? Uh, frick.
0: Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to look it up. Um, I can't remember anyways, Wilford Brimley was in it, right? Uh, um Steve Gutenberg is in it. Yeah, yeah, that's he's who the guy i was kind of thinking
1: thing. About. He has a huge like Oh, does he? Yeah. Uh, he, he's like a, got a really buff chest. Oh, okay. I was like he doesn't look like somebody
0: that would be yeah ripped, but he kind but, of But um yeah, Wilford Brimley was in it. Uh, he was one of the old, old guys who was supposed to be living in, like, the... Yeah, that's right. He but was. he was only 50 years old when he did it. They actually had to, like, dye his hair, bleach it, Steve white. Yeah. So, anyways, pretty pretty interesting. <sighs> watch oh, Cocoa. the guy that was
1: in... Go um... watch Cocoon. Yeah. The it's guy that hot. was in Tommy Boy was in it. Yeah, the one that was in First Blood, right? Yeah, I think so. He was the... Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. Cocoa. Anyways, I hope you didn't. Learn anything. I hope you that's did. That's what we did. I hope you did. We just went actually, I the learned place. a lot about Atlanta. I, I thought too. that was interesting. I hope we figure it out one day. It's something that's been there, just like maybe. Yeah. And I know people keep continuing mm-hmm. to search for it, yeah. but after like reading through all this, I'm like, I can see why it's confusing. There's What's actually, where even start? there was a guy on. I still think it was. It's in the Atlantic somewhere. There was like a underwater. guy on the
0: Rogan podcast. Um, he was he does YouTube videos that are insanely good. Jimmy Corsetti. So if you want to learn more about this, go look at his YouTube videos. They're like insanely cool. Lots of interesting stuff. Jimmy really? Corsetti. Yeah. Can't remember what his uh channel is called, but if you look that I don't up, you'll I have find it up. I had fun with it. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully you guys did. Yeah. Thanks if you're guys. Still listening. Make sure you've you've subscribed, you've shared us with your friends, and you've followed us on all the socials. Okay. Yeah. Audio, stay survived.